You've made iHeartRadio the fastest growing music app in the U.S. Why? Because we connect you to all of your favorite music and radio stations in one free app. And this fall, prepare to take control of how you listen to the radio. Replay. That song on your radio you just can't hear enough? Immediately replay and sing along again. Save. Save the music you love on the radio directly to your playlist. Play. Search for and play any song on demand. Skip. Unlimited skips. Offline. Take the music from your favorite stations offline. Introducing iHeartRadio Plus and iHeartRadio All Access. Your radio now on demand. This old-time radio program was originally aired live, long before the advent of high fidelity. As a result, you may detect an occasional surface noise or volume drop due to transmission problems so common to old radio. We hope, however, that any variance in audio quality will not take away from your pleasure in listening to this, one of the all-time favorite shows. the show you're listening to wake the flock up with concept 714 on your iHeartRadio app so that means you typed in wake the flock up and you got all of our six years worth of interviews i've been lucky Damn. and blessed enough to to be able to do this for six years you know that's wild and uh one of the people that was there in the beginning is uh, my next guest i'll let her introduce herself what up this is whitney payton Live and direct with you guys, iHeartRadio, and we're getting caffeinated here, so we are waking the flock up. Oh I'm, yeah, I'm we getting are. caffeinated <laughs> on my coffee right now. Um, are you a big caffeine person? Oh hell yeah. yeah! I don't drink really alcohol, so I'd prefer caffeine. You're uh, you're an upper, not a downer type, yeah, of, exactly. type of personality. Yeah, exactly. I'm used to touring all the time. I'm used to having be in a different place every night, yeah. so it's kind of like. Yeah, I gotta always be awake and doing something. And I drive a lot on the tours. I drive. Really? So you, yeah, you take over and you and you drive. You drive. Yeah, good. yeah. I mean, I split it with different people with me, but I trust myself to not fall asleep. Uh-huh. Hence all the caffeine. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I drive a lot. Do Do you do that in a way to like? And I don't want to dig too deep, but is it in a way to kind of keep yourself on a humble level? Like, hey, man, it might be my tour, but I'm driving with you guys. Like, it's oh, like for sure. I mean, like, definitely. I think if I ever, you know, or when I. I should say when I get to the point where I'm a major artist in arenas and stuff at least I could say I've done every job you know what yeah. I mean like I can say I've carried merch I've driven I've set things up so it's not like you don't know how this is it's like I'll have known what it's like to do every person's job hopefully well I mean we both dwell in, in a land of other artists right yeah. and, and I'm sure you've seen the other artists that at some point they're, they think it's below them to do certain things or like certain jobs shouldn't be you know Right, but right. But I've always thought, like, if you do, like, the, the greats practice the basics. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, that's the, how you get better. That's how you become a better artist is by doing the, the, the dirt work. And yeah. you repeating it and griming, you know, instead of having other people kind of delegate the work to them. I feel, yeah. you know, you're more attached to your projects when it's like you. Yeah, of course. And then, you know, if you have a crew 
they see that you're not afraid to do it too. So it's not like you're just bossing them around. It's yeah. like, okay, well, Whitney, she drives too. So it's not like she's just telling me to drive all the time. And uh, and they will want to do it for you yeah. a little bit more and want to work with you because yeah. you're not just like, hey, do this, do that. And that's the importance <laughs> of having people around you that like you trust, right? Oh, That for you sure. could delegate certain things to them and you, oh, it's going to get done. I don't yeah, have to yeah, worry yeah. about it. But no, but Wendy was there on a very interesting uh, point of the show's career and my career in general. It was, um, I, I don't think, I don't think I had interviewed maybe more than three other artists before wow. because I created the wish list. And I think I've shown you the wish list, Wendy. So I don't, I don't think I had done more than three interviews, to be honest. Probably. What that was probably mean? one of my first interviews. That was my first tour with uh, RA. That was my first tour. Really? Yeah. Okay. And what was that, like six years ago? Yeah. It had to be close yeah, to six years, six. right? And, and a lot of things have changed, but the, the, the basis of the show is that I created a wish list okay. of all the artists I've ever wanted to interview, right? And uh, I've only added I've only uh, added to it. Like, I've never said, oh, I don't want this guy on here anymore, right? Okay. So, the, the, this is the list. This is, this is the see. physical list. This is the actual oh, list. Oh, you've, like, knocked a lot of these There's, out. There's, I think, 70-something names, and I've mm -hmm. knocked out, I think, 26 or 27 of them in the six years that I've been lucky Okay, to, word. Yeah. And there's R.A. right there. R.A. the Rugged Man. So, I, I took a chance, and I got a hold of R.A. the Rugged Man, right? I'm like, oh, legendary mm -hmm. artist. I'm a super, super big fan of him. You know, like, yep. uh, legends never die. And, like, the, you know, amazing artist, right? Yep. So, I reached out to his publicist, and his publicist, no, he doesn't have time. I'm sorry. Publicist oh, wow. at the time, or his people at the time, right? And then his tour manager said the same thing. I'm sorry, man, can't do it. He, he's he's busy, you know. Damn. Oh, dang! And I looked at my partner and said, "Bro, you know what? F it. Let's go to the show and let's ask him. Let's ask him." Now I would have maybe been more cautious, knowing like the certain levels and things you should do, like you shouldn't run up on. Like now, now I would know that. But then I was like hungry and I really wanted it, and I and I said, if I can get it. It'll yeah. be really dope for the show. It'll be like a monumental uh, step for me, and uh, and I run up on, on, on I run up to the show and uh, I run into Pegasus, Black Pegasus, Black yeah. Pegasus. A shout out to Black Pegasus. I run into Black Pegasus and he's like, oh, you know, he, I know he's busy, but uh, let me see what I can do. Let me see what I can do, right? And then I run into you, yeah, and and, and you're super cool so you were super welcoming. It was a vibe that I that I hadn't gotten very much at the time. Because I think media in hip hop it seemed kind of like a friend and a foe at the same time. Yeah, yeah. It could yeah. be no, a double, you know. So a lot of times that. I'm kept at bay even now. Like yeah. even when I'm invited to stuff, they're yeah. like, "Oh, but media can't can't pass right here concert." I'm sorry. And like the artists want their own privacy. Well, they want I their think own thing, you know? nowadays too. Not you, not you, because I've dealt with you now a couple times, and it's never like this. But yeah. with some media outlets, especially with how it is today, they're just clickbaiting things really hardcore. So I think a lot of artists feel very awkward doing interviews. They're afraid their words are just going to be twisted. They're yeah. afraid that yeah. something's going to be clickbaited when um, they're just trying to be themselves or do something, you know. So that's kind of how a lot of them have been recently. So I think it's kind of... It's kind of scary for artists sometimes to put themselves out there on interviews. Because now, interviews, people want so much more now. Like, hip-hop interviews were so promotional, like in the 90s. Like, you go on, yeah, on MTV, whatever, exactly. you know, uh, uh, TRL, what are you pushing? What is Ja Rule doing? What is his next song? Okay, thank you, Ja Rule, bye-bye. Yeah. But now, you can actually sit and talk with the artist. Yeah, so, but with that comes some drama sometimes, so that's what's... And and that that night was my first time interviewing a, a, a big-named artist, and even an artist that was on the list, was Ari the Rugged Man, right? Yeah. And 
I was so nervous at conducting the interview because here's this guy that I've listened to my entire childhood. Mm -hmm. And R.A., if you're a fan of R.A., that's a specialty in hip-hop, mm -hmm. right? Like, you found R.A., like, mm -hmm. th that's a special love for hip-hop you have, Yeah, you know? Um, so, getting to sit with him was, was such a cool vibe and the fact that he was so open and, and willing to do it. So, he tells me no, too. He goes, sorry, man, I can't. I'm too busy. And he stands there for a little bit. And he goes, but if you come back to my hotel after the show, I'll give you the interview there. That's what's up. I said, oh, my God, bro. Like, he could have said no, and I would have understood. But, he, you know, he had us in his room for like an hour and a half. And the coolest thing, he's packing as he's doing the interview because he has a flight to Russia that yeah, night. I remember yeah, very yeah. specifically he was going to Russia. It was the end of the tour, I think. So yeah. he was going off to do an overseas thing. Yeah. 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 But, but Winnie, you, you were there. You assisted. You, you helped me attain that. Word. You helped me reach. And I, so I've always... Uh, always had a special uh, place for oh, Whitney. Thank you. you know, thank you. yeah. I always, you know, I, I follow. I've been following you the whole the whole six years. You're you're maturing in front of us as an oh, artist, for sure. Which is I, which I enjoy a lot to see. You know. Yeah, I mean, you probably met me when I was a teenager. You know what I'm saying? So it's my first tour. I yeah. was like, I don't know what's going on, and it's the same thing in hip hop. You know, you're kept at bay from different people, like you said. So it's kind of me trying to figure out where I was fitting in, trying to find my sound this whole time. I'm like, okay, what am I really about? And I think that's something artists are always looking for. Like your whole career, you're like, okay, where's my sound? Like, where's my groove? Like, what's uh, my style? Kind of. You thing. think you found it? Yeah, I think I, like I get, I get closer and closer every day, and I think I. Uh, you know, I have a new album coming out next week, and I think it is, like, spot on what I'm trying to do, you know what I mean? And one of the reasons is I recorded it myself in my room. Yeah. I engineered this album myself, uh, so it's very, like, intimate, and I think, yeah, I'm getting more and more confident and growing into what I think I'm supposed to be as an artist. And like you said, maturing, it's all about that. It's like, sometimes you tour and you go around the, the world and you're like, okay, like, I was stuck in a bubble of being a local act thinking I was killing it and then you go out for real and you're doing it and you're like there's so much more out here there's so many MCs out here there's you know a lot to learn and not that's now what I did. being being in hip hop but not being a rapper like I can kind of see perspectives of things yeah uh, that I think MCs kind of uh, take for granted and and I and also not being on tour never have been on tour and never traveling to a different mm -hmm. I can't ex I can't relate on that level but to me what I see is two things I see artists that go on tour worldwide and they gain knowledge they didn't gain experience mm -hmm. and, and, and and they mature and they grow with that experience and then I see artists who would are doing the same shit they do here on tour it's like bro yeah getting high and drunk in Switzerland is not like <laughs> think about that you know you dude you get cultured like learn mm -hmm. like expand your horizons don't don't get high in amsterdam because mm -hmm. you're doing that here like bro like go and do things like experience life yeah right? even just touring around the u.s you learn everything everyone has their different styles in different places like the south the dirty south the kind of music they're into and beats and everything so different than i'm from you know around the philly area even the east coast from the west coast is really different so you kind of pick up different things from from artists and seeing artists like ra perform yeah. and being and sharing stages with them and stuff it just makes you better like mm -hmm. you're forced to get better because you have to be able to hang with the best of them and if you can't go on stage like the same stage ra played and stuff like yeah yeah you got to be able to hang well, well let me let, let's let's back up a little bit before we move about and talk about the new stuff I'll, okay th let's say th and that when i met you in particular yeah what do you think the biggest difference is from that whitney to this whitney just I, I would say 
that I've discovered myself a little bit more. I was really unsure, and I still do it because I think every artist always questions everything they're about to put out there. Like, is it good? Is it not good? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, but I think I'm just way more sure of myself and what I want to put out. So it's kind of like, hey, even if they don't like it, this is me and this song is me. So even if people aren't feeling it, I'm glad I made it. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of more like that rather than uh, regretting as many things anymore. Okay, it, it, but the but the live show, the show you put on, mm -hmm. was still banging. Like, like <laughs> thank you. And, and I talk about your live performance. And yeah. I, who who did I just sit with recently? <laughs> oh man! Oh, I'm oh oh I'm sorry. A Kung Fu Vampire. Oh, where? I word. went to his. Uh, he he had me over for his uh, album release party, and then we. Uh, okay. I sat with them, and and you came up, and and the reason you come up is because I, I tell them like you can be. There's two different MCs. Like, they can be like the Nas, who's like word and spiritual and like dawning, right? Yeah, yeah. Technical. And then you can have like a Buster Rhyme who owns the stage, right? Yeah. So, who's who, who's to say who's the better MC? Like, a Nas, you know, they're both delivering right. art at their level. Yeah. But the live shows are always so much more. I think the energy is different. Mm -hmm. Like, and if I, you know, so your, your shows are you jumping on the monitors and hanging mm -hmm. and because you're little, you know, yeah, you're not, yeah, you're not yeah. big. So you're able to like do these acrobatic things yeah. that, that immediately grab your attention. But it's not in replacement of the skills. It's in addition Word. to them. No, I appreciate that. You know? I think then maybe like even going back and saying the major difference then is bringing that kind of vibe into the studio now because that was oh, always my weakness it was like some artists are studio artists and can't perform live they're not very good live but they're dope in the studio make great songs can't really perform live i was kind of the opposite where it was just like i could perform my songs live and i had way more passion than when i'm just by myself you know in a studio in front of a mic somehow the audience brought out the energy and i was like man i gotta figure out how to capture that and like do that in the studio because it sounds like way different on yeah. my recording than it sounds live because by the time i do it live i have the the confidence i've practiced it a million times like i'm i have the energy from the crowd going crazy and it's harder to uh like have yourself going nuts in a room by yourself you got to like hype yourself up and i think i've started to finally bring that confidence into the studio it's learning to be two different mcs right like yeah. the, the performing MCs and the recording and, and still yeah. try to bridge that somehow. Yeah. That, no, no, it's, it's a very interesting take on it. Uh, I, but, but okay, so now let's let's jump forward a little bit. We're here now. Uh, new album. Yeah. And new label. Yeah, right? Sub Noise. Congratulations Thank on that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, it, it, the, the, the one thing that I that this list grants me is being able to mix myself in the circle of, of, yeah. of artists. You know, I, I, I sat with Kevin. And I went to his house in Malibu oh, and he had me out okay. and we did a one on one. And to me, Kevin Single was a big deal. I'm from Orange he County. Is. He like is. uh so when when I the opportunity came up to sit with Kevin Singer, I was like, Yeah, fucking absolutely, bro, why wouldn't I? And, yeah. and we had this conversation. So I'm glad to know that you're amongst good people. Yeah, man. I mean I toured with Cottonmouth Kings a couple of times absolutely, and yeah. I just think uh, it's a cool label for me. Obviously, you got Mad Child affiliated. You got, yeah. you know, Happy. Yeah. These guys are great, and they kind of paved the way for uh -huh. a lot of independent hip hop and independent labels. So, uh, it's yeah, it's cool to be signed to them, and their fan base is really dope. How, how did it happen, though? What, have you guys known each other for a while, or was it like uh, discovered artists? Like, how did that build to where? They my manager used to shoot their music videos. That's how I, oh. my manager Zach used to be a yeah. videographer. He was he would go on tours with them, shoot music videos and stuff. Kind of new zinger for well, you. Well. I also found it interesting because even when I had sat with Kevin, he told me that the label was more of a. 
it was more of a, a, a memorium label. Like, it, it mostly held old catalogs and didn't Yeah, it's bringing it back. So, so are you the first artist that yes. he's brought? Yeah, I'm the first artist kind of... I mean, they still have all these other guys, but it's I'm the first artist to kind of... As a new signee, you know what I mean, and he's he's gonna be signing other artists as well, so it's kind of so so so, make so, a comeback. so they're they're coming back, and you're the first one to to yeah, dawn the new yeah the dawn of the very new cool day. Yeah, yeah you're right very cool and in the hands of Kevin Zinger like that's got to be exciting right dude yeah he knows a lot yeah. I definitely learn a lot being around them and can't wait to learn more I'm always learning. <laughs> It, did you create it uh, already with the new label in mind or what did you bring it to the label or no i we brought it to the label basically because i knew i was going to be going on tour with ritz and dizzy right and i was due for new music i was like i really want to put new music out i was a touring machine for the last like several years i was a touring machine and i was like i need to put out new music that reflects my new skill because i've gotten better and better and i want to you know perform new songs where i'm showcasing that i'm a better mc now yeah, yeah. uh and i recorded 
did it. Like I said, I engineered it myself in my room, and then I had someone else mix it. But then we we took it to the label, and we were like, look, hey, we're going to go on this tour mm -hmm. with Ritz and Dizzy, and I really want to put out a new album. And they were like, yeah, let's do it. We'll yeah. put it out. And yeah. I, I was like, I think it would go great for your demographic. Let's, let's do it. Very cool. That's so awesome. All, all the everyone like Ritz and 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 yeah. they're also such a good group of talented people. You know, and yeah. I'm and Dizzy glad that you used to be managed by uh, uh, Zinger's like management company and stuff. So everyone's kind of connected. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, this is a, this would be like a cool look. I think it would be a perfect place for this album. So you got a tour lined up for the album as well that's coming up. Uh, not currently. I kind of want to see how it does. Like it comes out next week and mm -hmm. I want to see uh, what we're looking at because I kind of go in between headlining tours or being a supporting act. Like when I went out with uh, Ritz and Dizzy, I was mm -hmm. supporting them. Mm -hmm. uh, so I kind of want to see how it does and see if I should headline next or if I should go out uh, with another artist. But I want to get my online content up to par. Like for me, sure. I've yeah. lacked putting out as many music videos as I'd like to put out because I was just on tour constantly and I don't want to just be on tour and be like, yeah, see this brick wall let's just shoot a video right now like i'm the kind of artist that likes to have thought out content so i was like i i want to take some time to actually put out some internet stuff because that's where i'm lacking i'm like cool on tour like i go out on tour all the time but i need to put out more videos more songs so that's what i'm focused on right awesome. now. awesome that's awesome I, i'm a very practical guy so when i look at, at at you and i look at the videos and i look at what you've done the, the, one thing comes to mind is you're a human being Right. Oh my God, for sure. <laughs> so, so I'm like, th this has to have a toll. There has to be a toll. It's, it, it, and I, I don't want to paint a negative light on it, but, but is oh, there something you've noticed? I mean, like you, cause you're obviously sacrificing the stability of like norm normality. Yeah. Right. Especially yeah. at a young age, you know? Yeah. Uh, is that something you think about? Oh my, you gotta ask my manager. I call him sometimes, freaking out. I'm like, I, I think my most famous quote that he always like says back to me is, I don't live anywhere. Like, I was having a mental breakdown. I was like, I have no address. I don't live anywhere. Uh, because Cause when I, when I heard know. the news, I remember I tweeted you and I asked you, like, hey, does this mean you're gonna be local to SoCal? And your answer was like, dude, I move around so much. I'm not local to anywhere. Yeah. And I'm like, I know. That's why I'm asking. Like, I'm. It's, not so much worried i just i'm just in wonderment like i'm amazed that well right now i live in phoenix so i like when you first interview like your me, mail gets sent to phoenix yeah phoenix. okay so oh. i i moved from philly to phoenix like a year and a half ago yeah and then but i've been on tour kind of since so yeah. i don't really know the areas that well still like right. so when i go back to phoenix i still have to gps go into the store and stuff mm -hmm. like like so that's a little crazy but i am closer here so i could yeah. drive in i drove in from phoenix to LA you uh -huh. know so that I could do this interview with you and everything do you think that'll be as close as you get to LA or are you gonna um I might get closer but the thing is uh Phoenix is so much cheaper and if I'm touring a lot it's kind of like you know how LA can be like if you're an artist and you're gonna have like a home studio and be there all the time it's kind of worth it but if you're a traveling artist and yeah. you're just like sending money home to pay for your, where you live <laughs> but you don't live there yeah. it's kind of weird so and I get it like you want also when you're done with touring you want the solitude of Arizona right like you don't want yeah, the man. LA buzzing like you want to just okay I'm done like I, I don't have to hear anything you know what I mean that kind of yeah, stuff yeah when I feel like when I come to LA I feel like the uncool kid trying to sit at the cool kids table oh, like yeah? i'm just like yeah. i'm here <laughs> but uh, you know it's yeah. it's fun i i definitely learn a lot but i'm like la kicks so it ass. does come to mind that that you're doing something extraordinary with yeah with your years right like that's do you do you focus on that or do you try not to let that overwhelm you 
Like how do because it is an extreme lifestyle, mm-hmm. and you it, you can literally say that you are a successful musician. Damn. And you Thank live you. you live off of your music, and you live off of your music on a high level. It's not like you're like begging for shows. Like you're right. You know what I'm saying? Like well, you're you. you're well on your way. But the extraordinary of that, do you do you think about that? Yes, but then at the same time, I think being an artist and being an artist that's really passionate and really um, not content, not like, okay, yeah, I did it, I pay my bills, I'll just continue like this, whatever. I'm just the kind of person that is like, what's next? What are we doing? Like, I, we could literally win a Grammy or something and I would get off stage and be like, okay, but like it wasn't five Grammys. Like, you know what I mean? I'll be like, Adele has like eight of them. And, and, I, think, I, think, and I think that's your youth. Yeah, that, yeah, That's yeah. the fact that you're so young. You're like, well, okay, well, let's get the next one. Let's go. Yeah, not to sound ungrateful for yeah. anything yeah. that has happened. It's just saying like, you're already thinking about, well, how can we beat this? Like, what can we do next? Like, how, how can we make a show that's bigger? Yeah. Well, you sold out this club. Okay, but what about an arena? Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of always like that and you're always hungry. Which is a shame because sometimes you don't get to appreciate it in the moment. So sometimes mm. I wish I could live in the moment a little bit more. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that's yeah. the the curse about it, I guess. The, the curse of the artist is that he's you always want to produce. You always want to make more. Yeah. And and I think some artists figure out how to do that and make money at the same time. And then there's For artists sure. who who never get to, but they're amazing, right? Because mm-hmm. they, they just don't have those muscles they haven't trained those muscles yeah to, to dwell in the business world of hip-hop or oh, music right 100 percent, because it's not just about anymore being like a dope rapper there's a lot of dope rappers dude it's about being able to turn it into a business making being a dope rapper pay your bills and stuff so so with the little bit of success that i've had i've had i'll have other artists that are starting podcasts or something like that and they'll come to yeah. me and ask me for stuff and um and i tell them being dope is your base like you should yeah. be dope like that should be what you're building the fact that you're dope should be a minimum right now are you also business savvy do you have mm-hmm. the kind of testosterone to get you to the next level and the next level like that's what you should be building every mm-hmm. time i do an interview like i i, I focus it because then i gotta take take it back and i gotta edit it and yeah. do whatever i gotta do then i send it out to iheart then they do whatever it is right so uh i very much am attached to what i make also you know, that's um, awesome. Yeah, well, I have to be. You know, yeah. I, I want to be because one day someone's gonna come knocking, and I'll be like, "Hey, man, I'm I own all this. Yeah, I'm responsible for all of this. Like, yeah. I'm the guy here. You know, um, but what I find it hard to to also live in the moment of the interview, right? Yeah. And also, I've, I mean, I've sat with like Evidence and like all these mm-hmm. other cats that I've always looked up to growing up. And I remember being so nervous for the evidence interview because mm-hmm. here's literally that guy that raised me, you know, and I finally get to shake his hand. Yeah. And, and that's overwhelming to me sometimes because I'm such a hip hop head still. I'm still, I just want to, I'm just a fan. I should not, and who, who gets to put shit out and contribute yeah. to the scene. Um, but ultimately, I'm just here because I want to meet these people. That's you know what amazing. I'm saying? So I still approach it as a fan very much because uh, it helps me develop more. Do you? But I think artists yeah. like that because uh-huh. do you know how many interviews we've done where people are like, okay, so they don't know any background. They they're like, what? What's your album? What do you do? Like, yeah. they, I don't know. They kind of interview you with no yeah. idea or fandom about it. It's kind of like you what you tough. were saying earlier because um, I have to fight off the notion that other art, other media is bad. 
So, you know, I, I, I work really hard to get to where someone goes, hey, do you want to interview Wendy Payne? Like someone to trust me enough with their yeah. artist. That works very hard for me and James. You know? That's awesome. It, it took years, but James knows he calls me or he sends me an email and I'll go do it. Because the artists always come back like, bro, that was a great fucking interview, man. Like I'm with it. Yeah. And that's my goal. And you never know who's next up too. You could hear of an artist you haven't heard of and they I'll, could be I'll tell you something. Up. I'm a battle axe warrior. Uh, I'm a battle axe warrior. I've been chasing Matt Child down forever. And then, you know, James goes, hey, I got Winnie. And then, and then I got Matt Child next week doing something else. Perfect. Perfect. There but you go. To get to that point, it took a lot of a lot of building, a lot of yeah, relationships, yeah. a lot of business back and forth mm -hmm. and dependent and all that stuff. Um, do you think do you think the approach for you would be any different um, now with this label? Like or, or are you gonna trust them more? Like how how involved are you gonna be now? That with you the have, label? Yeah, that, yeah, well because you now have the label with you now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean as far as my involvement, I am doing like SRH Fest and I'm doing different things with them. I want to do more with Mad Child, like the other artists on the roster. So that's something I think that I have going for me being with the label. Like before this, I was signed to a metal label because I wanted to try something really unorthodox. But being signed to a metal label, it didn't really give me the luxury of cross promoting with the other bands on the label because yeah. they were way different genres. It, yeah, didn't, sure. it didn't really work like that. It was more so they were helping me distribute my album, not like a family kind of thing. And I think with Subnoise, it gives me the opportunity to kind of cross promote more do a collabs with their artists and oh yeah and then uh, and then be introduced to their fans yeah of course and and they're and they fit my genre so like they would actually fit on my songs it's not like forced it's not we'd collaborate because we're on the same label it's I actually have met Mad Child several times I've yeah. done shows with a lot of these guys yeah. and I've toured with KMK a yeah. bunch of times so it's not this isn't like forced relationships right. and again it, that took me relationships to build like I didn't just go to Subnoise and get signed because you know I didn't know any of these guys like I knew mm -hmm. these guys and that's why because and you they were like years already name. of products to say hey yeah. look I'm, it's not like I'm gonna go away tomorrow right yeah, like I'm here to stay and it makes sense that, 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 that it's it's finding the right team that will help you get to that next level because I, I you try to do everything by yourself yeah but honestly like there's certain things you just can't it's hard especially when i'm touring like when it comes to selling like they have a bunch of my pre-orders and physical bundles and like uh people who still collect and buy physical cds and then i have like hoodies and all this stuff i can't be sending that stuff while i'm on tour i can't be fulfilling orders while i'm performing and doing all this stuff so having a team around you even for things just like that mm -hmm. just sending out orders i mean it's so, so helpful when you go on tour what is the ratio to like female to male artists like you got to be like maybe one or two right oh the actual artists on yeah. the show yeah right like, okay. so, I'm so i'm saying Winnie, you got a couple one. things uh, that also what's so amazing about about the, your career in particular is that you got a couple things i don't want to say they're against you but that are not norms in hip-hop right like, yeah you're not the normal color yeah. you're a female <laughs> Right, 100%. and in the, the, I'm just saying because it's real, right? Yeah, and, yeah and, it is. And, and are these things that you consider, or that you've thought of, or that have been brought up? In yeah, your for sure. And I don't want to pull. I don't ever want to be like it's because I'm a girl, like and pull that gender card or whatever. But it definitely is a factor. Like when I even walk into the venue and I'm talking to the sound guy, sometimes I mean I think they, you know, I'm trying to tell them how I like the sound, and until I'm like. Yeah, okay, so I keep my mic at like negative 20 dB and this and that, and they're like, whoa, you know, I kind of have to really 
boss up a little bit and say what I'd like sound wise or this or that everyone kind of assumes I don't know what I'm doing or what I'm talking about yeah. <laughs> sometimes yeah. or I'll walk in a venue and they're like oh uh, which of the artist girlfriends are you like oh. they think that I'm dating one of the artists they don't know that I'm an artist <laughs> hey the merch so, table's uh, over there yeah, yeah, yeah set up over there are girl. you the merch girl <laughs> yeah so it's kind of like there is yeah, like your a little face bit. is on the shirts and shit right right I'm holding a mic about the soundtrack I'm like <laughs> yes no. yes I'm the merch girl yes right so there's a little bit of like stereotyping yeah. with that as far as oh she's probably not one of the artists or uh, she's a girl she doesn't know how to sound work she doesn't know how to set you know <laughs> set up her mic or but is there one do you think you're see I don't want to sound bad but it's, it's just so interesting so like do, do you think that maybe the, is it the female thing or the white thing that's the bigger huddle uh, for people to get over oh man I think Probably the female thing. I think there's a lot of uh, diversity in hip hop. Even there's even more females now in hip hop too. So the, but when it comes to the two of them, whether being white or being female is harder. I think being the being a female in hip hop yeah, is harder. Which both are terrible, but somehow it's <laughs> a little better that it's because of the female. It's not a race thing, right? Yeah, because usually if people are trying to come at me and like make me. I feel bad with comments or whatever not usually they come at my ethnicity that's not the first thing they'll say something like oh, she should stop rapping and make me a sandwich or something like or she should you know like it's always or like if I get get signed or if I go on a tour it's yeah. like oh she must be sleeping with someone to get the tour it's like they don't want to admit that oh yeah her last album sold 4200 copies first week like yeah. I don't know if I slept with 4,200 people to buy the album, but that is that sounds like a lot of work. And sure, I, yeah. I think it's easy for me to just get better. I don't have better. that kind of time, first of all. Yeah, I'd rather use the time to get better at rapping than sleeping for, with 4,200 people. So, um, yeah, 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 that's that's definitely a thing that they use as like a like horse, like those kind of derogatory things yeah. more so than your white or, yeah. you know. Well, and also your style is not one of... And also even that Okay let's say You remove the white thing You remove the female thing Now as a female artist Your style is not that Of other female artists Like it's not the typical right. Over sexualized yeah. Female that gets put out there Right Yeah um, that, That's a, also a different Difference that you have It is you know? It is And I've definitely had Different labels Like major labels I've sat with uh, Some really big labels Who have wanted to sign me And that's been a concern before it's yeah. kind of like oh well you know the only big artists right now are really sexual so it's kind of like we <laughs> so don't can have, you wear this we, yeah, yeah we no. don't have proof this is gonna work and i'm like yeah well i mean yeah, yeah there's already a Nicki minaj there's already these other artists i'm not trying to be them and that's just like not my style it would be really forced and i think it would be it would be worse do because people know it's not genuine do you remember when pink was black like her I, I might be too. I'm a, you might be too young. You might actually. Oh I my god! I feel ever so bad. Black. You think she seemed black? Uh, come Let, on. Okay, people my age will remember. Pink came out as an R and B artist. She didn't yeah, come yeah. out as a rock and roll. As there a, you as go. A, as looking beautiful. beautiful. Just because I let you. So look at that video. She is basically what Eve later looked like: short hair, colored boobs displayed. As you know. So yes. I mean, it look for all intents and purposes. They were portraying her as an urban artist. Right, right. Because that's the minute she left that label, the real pink came out and the superstar. Erupted. Well, she found her sound too, so who yeah. knows? Like, you know what I mean? She definitely 
mature. Well, like you would I, I would, I would believe it, but the sound was so different. Uh, right. To me, it wouldn't seem like is that she goes, all right, fine, like I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, okay. And then later, she got the money. She got her dinner. She goes, well, now I can do what I want, and I'm right. gonna do it. But let's not, <laughs> let's not pretend. Like it's cool, pink. She got you. Got, you yeah. got in. You did your thing, and now she's pink. You know. Hell yeah, she's from the same area as yeah. me, man. Oh, is in she Pennsylvania? Yeah. Uh, oh, okay, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah we were, we're from so the, like, the same. There's something area. in the water over there, you right, guys. dude? <laughs> so, do we have family in Pennsylvania? Yeah. Okay, and what do they think about you being Whitney Payton? Like, what do they say? I about mean, that? it's wild because my parents, my parents had me in their forties. So they're like significantly older than me. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's so kinda, a completely different generation. Right, right. So it's not like people whose parents had them. Oh, my parents had me when they were 20 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like my parents were already <laughs> all set in their ways. Yeah. When man. They had you. And people see them and they're like, oh, your grandparents. I'm like, oh, no, those are my parents, dude. So it's kind of tough. Like um, they're not as like up on the internet and shit like that so so, so wait, it's, it's are you telling hilarious. me they don't they, they don't know the extent that you do they, what you do they hadn't seen me like they saw me perform for the first time like headline for the first time last year okay. i came to philly and i did this club that it's only like 300 capacity or something and we oh, sold so, it so, out so only last year they seen you for the first time headline yeah they had seen like bits of other things i had done or whatever but i'm talking like headline yeah. where people are there for uh-huh. me yeah w- all wearing my merch and like really g- grasped what it was because they knew that i toured they'd <laughs> yeah. seen music videos on youtube but they didn't understand the, the like the, the right okay. like they didn't understand i think like wow like you really have fans like that yeah. like you people are coming out like you're really making a living off yeah. of this you turned it into this and and like just performing and then going to my merch table and having a long line wrapped around the venue and stuff and them sitting there like this is crazy like i can't believe like you know they're all here for this so that was pretty that was a pretty wild experience for me so so you, what, what did your parents say after that night like when they saw the machine like what did they what did they say i think i mean they've always been proud they're always supportive but they weren't you know stage parents by any means and they weren't um they were just kind of neutral they were in the middle prior to to any of it i was like hey i want to you know i'm going to pursue being an artist and it's kind of like well whatever you try to do you better be, do it all the way kind of thing like that was always Did they have something philosophy. that maybe they wanted you to try like was there ever like hey whoa you know your dad's this or like maybe you should dude i was just kind of crazy i dropped out of high school and i did all this stuff. they were like we can't control you basically you're gonna do what you're gonna do and i was always really driven so they knew that i wasn't gonna be someone that was just gonna sit around so okay. they were just like so they knew you were gonna be okay yeah they knew i was gonna be all right like they i'd always been doing like really active doing a bunch of different things and so they're like okay we don't like really know what you have in mind or get it but we like we think that you're gonna be okay This how you doing me, industry treating me ugly, I've taken it beautifully So many hate on me, nobody body me, go ahead, show me that eulogy I got no warm welcome, up in this bitch and it's feeling like two degrees You got an Instagram model, well I got a bitch you got two degrees Who really getting it, who really ain't, who's on the internet, who's in your face Who's on the face, but who's on the stage, I stay on tour for like 200 days Yearly, I know these labels can hear me, bitches gon' act like I'm failing I don't do mumble, I'm saying it clearly, I spit it, I mean it sincerely Half of these critics be calling me ugly Half of them wish they were fucking me 
It's hard to tell who be dissing me from all the ones who in love with me. Ooh, it's so humbling. Does she do rap or do rock? Does she do men or do women? Been this way since the beginning. I guess I'm no good at decisions. Don't need permission to be who I am. I'm on a mission. I'm up to AM. I fell in love with the pen. Hip hop don't love me to fuck to consent. I've been making this bread. Last year I bought two cars. Next year I think I'm buying a bed. Last year I was stabbed in the back. It's cool. I've been finding new friends. Uh, I got it. Don't worry about me. Don't you worry about me. I, I got it. Don't worry about me, don't you worry about me, I, I got it Y'all tryna make all these MCs be enemies just for the drama, that's fucking upsetting Shout out to Reverie, shout out to Snow, shout out to Nova and Debbie Shout out Justina, Alyssa Marie, Gangsta Boo, everyone else that I missed Media been on some shit, acting like only one chick can exist We got a list and I'm giving no fucks about top 50 I don't want fans who do not get me Been suicidal and down at the bottom so none of this gossip is bothering me I'm proud of me, the clouds were surrounding me, used all the lightning to power me I grow when I soak up the mud in the puddles from others who wanna rain down on me I got that urge, yeah I got the urge to come and kill it Been a minute since I had this feeling Now I'm re-incentivized and reinvented What a blessing I got that work That's in my DNA That's in my bloodline I'm finna be okay Baby, it's crunch time I don't need breaks I take lunch time Trust me, I'm feeling so lonely I think that nobody knows me It's kinda weird to be young in the game But so deep in the pain That you feel like an OG Been on the main stage Still treated like nosebleeds I change my hair and appearance To symbolize there is no way That I feel like the old me Got it I got it Don't worry about me Don't you worry about me I, I got it I got it Don't worry about me Don't you worry about me I, I got it Let's say you would have never picked up a mic. What do you think you would oh be doing? Oh, my God. That's a good question because, I don't know, before before I was rapping, I was work, I worked for Marriott Hotels for, like, years. Okay. Like, just throughout high school and stuff, I was working for Marriott, uh-huh. and I was just like, oh, my God, am I going to become, like, some manager you, or owner I, of a I hotel? Saying, you, could, you could be front desk manager. I could think be. About I could own right the Hilton. <laughs> yeah, I, maybe I up dude <laughs> i just like totally they got, up. They listen they give you the tools for you to be your own manager you know yeah but saying? then working at the hotel i was like trying to be smart about it i would like go do shows and i would use my hotel discount yeah. to get discounts on oh. shows and stuff until it got to the point where i was doing so many tours that i just couldn't work at yeah. both places but uh-huh. i don't know i'd probably be another thing i was doing i was being an extra in movies and stuff interesting so i would go into philly drive into like the heart of the city and i would be in uh, just like the background of like all these different. Movies. Have you been in anything that we might? might um, know? I'm in National you? Treasure. I'm in like let's see. I'm in this movie called Cover with Vivica Fox, where <laughs> I'm in the jail scene, and you like really see me in that scene because yeah. I play this like hooker that's thrown into. <laughs> I was like super young, and I was like cool. I don't even know if I'm old enough to play this part, but yeah. okay. So they like made me look all roughed up and yeah. put me in like a holding cell, and then yeah. they put through her and next to me and I turned to her and I'm like move bitch or something you, like that. So you have like a speaking role in it. Yeah I'd have to double check if they cut it or not because sometimes I, I would go out and do these films and then they end up cutting certain parts but 
Yeah, like I, that's it's how crazy. I kind of got my start. I, I, just... I have a little movie story of my own. Oh, that's awesome. I have a friend who wrote a movie, and he and uh, and I was gonna head out to Soundset for uh, you know Soundset. You know, yeah, you know, yeah. Because you know, I was gonna interview Sway. So that was what I was going to Minneapolis for. But I, I ran into uh, an old friend of mine, and he made a movie, a documentary called "The World Has No Idea," and it's about Idea, a rapper. And he okay. makes like he made a documentary. That's about awesome. It. So his next film is about a. Uh, he goes, he goes, hey, you're coming down to Minneapolis. He goes, he goes, why don't you play a reporter in the film? And then I'm, and then his new independent film. I mean, I'm like, bro, that would be awesome. Absolutely, I'm with it. He sends me over the script, and he goes, yeah, yeah, you're gonna read right before the the, the next anchor. So it's like cut scenes and you're one anchor then I'm gonna cut to the next anchor and you're gonna read and then the next anchor next to you is gonna get shot in the face with a lightning rod oh my god because it's a superhero movie he's creating that's hilarious and I go no 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 I wanna get shot in the face with a lightning rod I told him he goes alright I'll just switch your roles so I got to I got to get shot in the face with a lightning rod in a superhero movie. What movie was that? It was it, 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 it's it, he's he's putting it together and, and okay, I, I'll okay. let you know as soon as it comes out but uh uh, yes, yeah, so that was a uh, whole green screen, and, uh, and I'm sitting there, and then uh, there's a tennis ball, and he hits me in the face with it. And he goes, "Okay, when I hit you, you—that's the lightning strike, right?" It took me forever. I don't know how good you did. Well, <laughs> how do you know how to react to get hit with lightning? You know, well, what I'm saying? I was so- just but, uh, the nervousness of the because I had one line, right? Because I'm reading the line. I'm supposed to be reading this line, like uh, w- w- the, the bad guy's name was called the Supremacist. I'm like, the Supremacist is attacked uh, downtown, but. And then get hit with a lightning rod, right? <laughs> but the, I couldn't get the line right because I was so nervous about like the green screen and right, like the right, whole thing. Right. Did you? Did you? Uh, was it a, a thing that came easy to you to be an extra to be in, in those films, or was it? When when you're being an extra, that's way easy because you're literally just like walking around or doing stuff in the background. But like as of recently, yeah. like a couple months ago, before the Ritz tour, I was actually in another movie that I play a bigger part in. It's not a major, major role, but it's bigger than just being a background actor, you know? So I don't know how much I can talk about it, but it's made by the same people who did The Dirt, you know, uh, the Motley Crue movie that's on Netflix with MGK and everything. Okay, so is it, what, so the what, same what type of film is it? It's it's like a thriller horror movie. And do you, I, who do you, do you play a certain character or do you play yourself? I play a certain character. Okay. I'm not playing myself. Um, I am playing a girl that was kept in like captivity for like 10 years. And I have like one eye. Oh it's my just, God. I look unrecognizable. Like yeah. when you see it and, and it's the same people that did the dirt on yeah. Netflix. Um, I believe it's going to be on Netflix this year. So nice. I, I have to find out what platform nice. it is. But uh-huh. there's other artists in it, like uh, Five Finger Death Punch in it. Um, and there's like a couple big actors. One of them's from Game of Thrones. And Very like cool. so there's there, the lead actor actors are actual actors but then there's a couple different like known bands and artists in it that play different roles and uh, you know, it was crazy it is the the, the like an, an artist let's say you're a musician uh, acting is an art form that, yeah. how easily other art forms call to you mm-hmm. right even as just like uh, one of the greatest rappers is Charlie Tuna you know familiar with Charlie yeah, Tuna yeah. he's also a painter that's he, awesome he is an amazing like he held, he holds like a uh, like exhibits yeah. of his artwork and pe- like he's like a legitimate that's crazy he, so it's just like uh, art just calls to artists you know? yeah you have to let it out more than one way sometimes not just music sometimes it's yeah film or whatever do you think you're going to continue down the acting path yeah I would love to actually like if I could almost um, 
when I'm too old to jump off of uh, trusses and all that shit. <laughs> well, you got you got at least a good another twenty years. Yeah, there, right, right. That I could still do. Yeah. I'm gonna be a grandma jumping off the speakers, sure. man. I'm gonna be the yeah. crowd surfing grandma. But well, I you know uh, uh, the other day I was at like, like the uh, at a certain like uh, like a fair area, and there and there was like a tribute to Aerosmith, right? Yeah. But as the fans were coming in, they were all older, obviously, because they're Aerosmith fans. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So I think, like, man, one day I'm going to go see Atmosphere, and he's going to be, like, 70. Dang. Right? Like, Slug is going to be 70 Still one day. Still And it. he's going to be <laughs> rapping, and that's going to be my... Elvis or my right, my right. old uh, artist that we go see. One day, Winnie Payne's going to be 53-year-old yeah. female. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> That's wild to think about. No, I'm, so, I'm very happy for you. Thank you. I'm excited for you. I, I, I love to see you progress and grow. And I think... Uh, um, I think you got a bright feature ahead of you. Thank you. Yeah. That makes me feel good. Because sometimes, you know, when when you're the artist, it feels sometimes like you're on a treadmill trying to run forward. And then other people have to be like, yo, you've been killing it. You, like, really got way bigger. And you, and you have to hear that sometimes from the outside. Because when you're doing it every day and putting in the work, it's hard to see the growth sometimes because you're just so close to it and in it. And we'll wrap up. We'll wrap up. But I had one thing in particular. I heard a song where you shot it. You shot out other female yeah. artists in the songs and were those female artists was it very specific who you gave that shout out to or was I mean, it most of them were people who i've talked to before i've done shows with before and shit like that so and or people i'm compared to like you know because the like i said in it i said something like the media is always trying to act like one chick exists because it's always like who's the one who's the top female who has the mm. throne like this person versus that person. I feel like when it comes to the dudes, there's a lot of space for, for guys. Like you could have your top, you know, 50 dudes or whatever. But with the girl, it's always like, well, which one is the best one? Like, I don't know. I don't know if it feels like that from your side looking in. It, no, it absolutely does. It absolutely feels like, okay, we're going to pick one female and that's who we're backing. That's and, who represents And now all styles have to be like that in order yeah. to be the... But in reality, your reveries and your gavelins and your oblimies and your... Like, they're all so different mm -hmm. from each other. But in reality, listen, I grew up with Reverie and I, I know her very well. I grew up with all these other artists and she beat out her male competitors. Yeah. Like she outlived a lot of rappers that she that that she comes from the era. She out I bars them now. Well, Rev posted my video when I dropped it and Rev tweeted at me and was like, yo, me and Whitney Payton are doing a song soon or whatever. And I was like, we are? Okay, shit. Uh, yeah. Like, I was like, that's news to me, out. but yeah. I'm, I'm down, you know, so. Revery actually has the record for the artist who's been on my show the most times. For real. Her and Armin, you, you know, familiar with Armin. Okay. Uh, her, her, her and I have, uh, I think, six each. Wow. So I've, I've been lucky enough to gr grow a relationship. Is she cool? She's like cool. Tell me, she's mad you, cool. Because I haven't met her yet. Have you never I haven't met, met her? her. Oh. We just talk on social media, and she yeah. seems mad dope. And I'm like, she's she's just as she's reverie on and off the mic. It's, I love it, that. It's, it's good to have a genuine person. Yeah, who, I love that. Who again? It, I, I want to see shine because I want to be able to point at her and be like, look, you see this? You don't have to dance for dollars. Yeah. girls you don't have to show your ass all the time like, like it's not a necessity to deliver your art and like yeah, make and a I mean, living off of her it. and like justina valentine and these different artists um are very supportive of me like they hit me up all the time we talk on social media we like each other's pictures we'll leave comments like yo that was fire you know so it's not between a lot of these girls i'm talking about it's no 
bad blood we're always supportive of each other it's always yeah. the fans and stuff that want to be like who's better oh, yeah. these guys should be for I these like guys. her better than her yeah. she's trying to be like her or something oh my god it's like we're so different you need an it's anthem we need an anthem we need like we need like all the females that you can think of like you just come up with one that of those anthems dope. you know like those that 10 minute kind of things yeah That'd be I'm tight. down <laughs> we're gonna set it up Winnie I'll, yeah. get a, I'll text Reverie I'll let her know let's get it uh, no uh Best of luck to you. Thank you so much. How long are you in town for? I'm in town until uh, Sunday, so yeah. You'll be at Na- uh, NAM the next couple of days? Yeah, I'll be at NAM. I'll be uh, at Subnoise signing my pre-orders for my new album, Alpha, coming out next week. Okay. So yeah, that's what I'm, Where, I'm Where's that for. at? Uh, Sub Noise is in, right in LA, so. Oh, oh, you you'll be there. Like, are you gonna have like a? Yeah, meeting I'm going green? to. No, I'm going to the Sub Noise offices so I can sign the pre-orders for my albums because oh. all the pre-orders for my physical albums are yeah. signed. So very cool. I'm going there to sign all those. And you it out do to it fans. yourself, huh? Oh, I do it, and I'm doing uh, thank you notes with them too. So I'm not just signing them. I'm doing like thank you cards that I'm handwriting. Very cool. And shit like that because yeah. I appreciate the fans that are still supporting on the physical front because I know it's all about streaming or whatnot. Yeah. But I have a fan base. I like the tangent. I like to yeah. I like to hold my music. People make fun of me because I got a CD book in my car, that's and I'm like, up. hold on, bro. Okay. No, that's <laughs> what's up. I put a lot in the CD. I still put like fold out posters in there, fan collages. Like I have a collage of just like a bunch of fans who send in pictures to me that like it, there's a poster of them basically. Yeah. So it's kind of I make I make it special so that they you know want the physical album. No, as well. I, yeah. I, it, it's just cool to have something with the artist, and then if you sure. have your signature on it. That's amazing. Yeah. Dude. So well, one last thing: where can they go? Where can they find you? Of course, if you look up Whitney Payton, and that's P-E-Y-T-O-N for the last name, it's on Spotify, iTunes, everywhere. I mean, definitely stream it. Of course, everyone's looking at those Spotify numbers these days. That's what it's about. But I would say I'm more popular on like Apple Music and Google Play, but everyone's like, Spotify, Spotify, Spotify. So the Alpha album will be there. Right. And the album, uh, do we have any collabs, anything we can be excited about? You know what's crazy? Like My last album is when I went gung-ho with my collabs. Like My last album- That Ritz and R.A. track? Yo. Do it again. Get <laughs> out of here. Oh, my God. Ritz is so good. He's crazy, dude. Oh, my God. Ritz is so good. He's wild. He's yeah. so nice, too. He's just as nice as he is good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I, I, he's, he, I, when I sat with him, he, he, did, he had his hair. Like, the whole thing. Like, it's Ritz. Oh, and yeah. he's sitting no, there and he's him. conversating with you. But amazing spitter. And Ari the Rugged Man's always good in everything he did. Yeah. They make me better. I almost wish that I would have him on this one when I'm a better rapper now than I was then. But like oh, okay. so that I could like have my chops up with him. But it's kinda like I did, yeah, recognize from Mayday. Like I just had hella like I had Sess crew on it. I just had a lot so of strange, many. Uh, strange family in there, huh? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I had a lot cool. of strange members on there. Very and cool. They've been supportive. My new album. They've been putting like all the singles I've been releasing for it. They've been putting like Tech Nines put in his playlist and stuff on Spotify. If you would have said Strange Music as the new label, I'd have been like, that makes sense too. Like that, yeah. duh. Like that, yeah. that should have been happened, right? Yeah, kind of. That does as well, you know. And same energy, same stri- vibe. Exactly. It's yeah. kind of on the same world anyway. But uh, yeah, so this one I just made way more intimate because I wanted to prove too. Hey, like I don't. I love all these guys. These guys are my brothers and stuff. But I want to step out as I'm. I'm so used to being everyone's little sister. Like everyone mm. takes me on tour and they're all like, "This is my little sis, Whitney," yeah. you know. Yeah. And I have mad respect from from those guys, which I love and it's awesome. But I want to step out as my own artist and not just be like, "Oh, she's like the little homie of all these guys." And be like no like I, I spit too and like yeah. kind of proving it so pretty much it's me on this record yeah. like I'm doing it for the fans too that are just like we want to hear just you like we don't listen for all these collabs we want to like we're we're listening well, for you okay and I, oh man okay uh, 
I real, like both. Uh, real, real quick though, like you, you're gonna sit, you're gonna be on the same track with Ra, and you're gonna be on the same track with Ritz. That's a oh, yeah. high order. Like you're, you, you're, you, you, those bars need to be because sure. they're not gonna, they're not gonna pull back, right? Like your Ra and Ritz are gonna be dope. Oh yeah. Did you think about that? How did that? Did you like? Was it overwhelming, or were you like, I got this. I'm focused. I'm in here. Like, no, I didn't think about it at all because I had the song recorded prior to knowing they were going to be on it. Like, I went on tour. Like, I was on tour with Twisted at the time. Yeah. And I had already recorded the Iridescent album, but I had left a couple open spots for just. Okay, I want to collab on this song. I don't, I'm not sure who I want yet. Oh, I want to collab on this song. I'm not sure who I want yet. And so I had a couple open spots or whatever, but I just kind of made the songs how I felt like making them around the beat. And then like while I was on the tour, I sent like, you know, Ritz. I'd known Ritz for a while. R.A. I've known forever, you know. So I'd send them a couple songs and they liked that song. They liked the hook of it mm -hmm. and the beat of it. Mm -hmm. And they're like, we love that Do It Again song. And they ended up both getting on that one. I was like, holy So, so they each chose that song separately. They each, right. They did, each chose it separately. At what point did R.A. know that Ritz was going to be in on the track? I think I'm trying to think of who did their verse first. I think Ritz did his first, and then but I had sent it to them separately without the other one's verses on there. And I think like I was just like I ended up sending something back with both of them on it, and they were like, "Oh, word! Like, who, hey, who, who, do they know each other? Did, are they, they know each other. Yeah, okay. yeah, they know each other, but they didn't know that they were I, on the I, track. in my head. I like to think that they don't know each other, and they just heard like the most amazing artists on the track. Like, who the is this yeah that's why if you listen to their verses they both say something about me in there but they don't say anything about each other because yeah. they had no idea yeah. they were on the train and, and i don't say anything about them because i know it like when i laid my verse no one was on it you know so it was just wild great fucking collab on that track yeah it did, was it did, was wild ra hits me up to this day like when are we doing a music video for that and i'm like well i'm so it was six years ago when i met you you were on tour with him yeah and you guys hadn't collaborated on anything until now Right, yeah, wow. because I didn't ask. I would never do that. Like, I never, it, that's why it's so funny when I see these, like, you know, people who want to talk down or whatever that are like, oh, she, you know, whatever, she probably paid hella money for this collab or she probably slept with so-and-so for a collab. It's like, dude, I've built relationships with these guys for years. I've toured with them. I've done all this before I ever asked for anything. I'm not, like, the kind of person to meet you and be like, yeah. okay, like, so can we collab? No, no, like, no, I'll but, wait, but, I'll but wait. Let's say, let's say you had a plane and he happens to walk in air quotes <laughs> and you're like oh man i wish i had a verse for this man but you know who who could be on it i, right. don't <laughs> I, feel, I feel like me too as an artist i had to earn it where it was like okay i gotta get better i gotta get more well known i gotta earn the collab because i was like it's not gonna help me to have them on a collab if i no one's gonna if, hear it and they're just gonna destroy you like if you also can't if you're not on the same par as right. them like it's not gonna do you you're gonna look bad like right. oh hey look how much worse she was than the guest right, that's, right, right. that's terrible and it's so funny because i wasn't even thinking of really like trying to chop on that song i was just trying to make it a funny kind of song like do it again and i do it again you know like it's supposed to be kind of catchy and funny but those are that they loved the hook so yeah. much like both of them were like i love that hook um so i was like that's cool like yeah, yeah rock it if i would have had them in mind for the song it might have gone differently because mm. i would have been like trying to cater to them more yeah, yeah. if that makes sense yeah. so who knows if it would have came out as the same it, kind of song it, but when i, I saw it. with ritz and ra the rugged man on one track i'm like whoa listen <laughs> whitney holy shit are you serious <laughs> i pushed play and i was not disappointed Word. I Thank was not you so disappointed. Much. You've been doing your thing for a while. I'm sure you're going to continue doing your thing. Thank you for sitting with me again. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. Uh, welcome back whenever you like.
Right, thank you. Uh, so, uh, so from Nam, uh, in, uh, from Nam, uh, for Whitney Payton, for Suburban Noise, for Ari the Rugged Man, for Ritz, for real and true hip hop everywhere. Word. This is Concept Seven One Four asking, demanding that you help us wake the flock up. Wake the flock up. Wake the fuck up! 